Glory to God forever and ever. To Jesus be all the praise and glory. He's the Lord God Almighty. He's the Savior. The Son of God. The Lord is one. The Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. He's the most wonderful, beautiful person in the universe. Humans were born to fellowship with Him. Lord, I bless those listening. I believe with them. You'll reveal Yourself to them. You'll reveal Your glory to them. I believe with them for their healing. If they're not saved, that You'll save them. If they haven't received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, they'll receive that in Jesus' name. Amen. If they haven't been filled with the Holy Spirit, they'll receive that. Lord, send out laborers into the harvest fields in South Korea and North Korea. More than 70 million people in those two countries. In Jesus' name, Amen. This is Wonder and Reality. My name is Jim. I want a shout out to our listeners. Um, just some of the locations in the last day or a few days um, in the in the U.S., Canada in Europe, in Germany, Ireland, the, uh, in Africa, in Nigeria, in the Middle East, in Egypt, and Oman, in Singapore, in the Philippines. Bless them, Lord. Bless all the listeners of this podcast. The presence of Jesus is the answer. That's the theme of this series. His presence and glory is so wonderful, it's beyond human words. Heaven and earth are filled with His presence and glory. Heaven is definitely... uh, Saints that make it to heaven are automatically in the presence of Jesus. Amen. On the earth, His presence and glory is actually everywhere on the earth, believe it or not. And, and that's, one of, that's a gr- great example of God's love and how He's justified Himself to the world. He's fully available to every person their whole life. In fact, every child up until the age of five years old, every child is actually God's child there and they, if they die, before the age of five, they go directly to heaven. That's confirmed by people who have been to heaven. And there's probably hundreds of scriptures that reveal that. In fact, the most famous scripture, for God so loved the world that He gave His only Son, that whosoever believes in Him. That's twice in that one verse. Amen. God wants everyone to make it to heaven wants everyone to be saved. In this brief message, I'm going to just share some about angels, which are, it's a, it's a, angels, the entire topic of angels is an, again, another example, well, of so much, but an example of God's love, of how, how great and awesome He is and how bountiful and giving and so much more. But I want to 
just continue to emphasize the wonderful presence of Jesus Christ. Anyone who is saved has the um, the anointing, the presence of Jesus in their spirit person. That's in 1 John chapter 2, I believe. <clears throat> and, you know, someone may say, well, how can I experience His presence in glory? You're saying that it's just so wonderful. It's beyond human words. It On the 1 to 10 scale of everything that a person dreams of, His presence in glory... And, and they're one and the same, really, the, um, is infinity. Um, Jesus revealed that there's three realms of prayer. Ask, you shall receive. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and the door will be open. And so if someone prays and seeks Him with their whole heart, and they persist they lose their old nature, they can go into those three realms of prayer and they actually can receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit every day. That's it. something I learned in recent times. And so they... It's a, it's a, it, this is, it's all a mystery of the Kingdom of Heaven. You know, I'm we can speak about it and we can try to explain it, but really it's, it's beyond human explanation because it's someone who has a relationship with the Almighty God. And now Jesus did reveal much. You know, he, when He revealed the three realms of prayer, he, he, he said also that the kingdom of heaven, you know, it's like treasure hidden in a field. That's the... The presence, that treasure is the presence of Jesus. And so if a person loses their old nature, they can begin to experience His presence. And a great man of God says, tears will become their language. You know, they, everything changes. Everything goes. Our, our old nature, we, the world, the, the things that bother us, our problems, that's just everything disappears in, in, uh, in His presence and glory. So that, I just wanted to say that, you know, that's, and, and let's remember, most believers will not ever experience His presence and glory. I mean, that's just the way that it is. Most people don't even get saved on the earth. Most believers just stay in the born-again phase. Um, that's a reality. The re- I say that just so that we can get our expectation and realize um, you know, the, 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 and, and remember that Jesus spoke about the few three times. Um, one of the main ones is when he said, enter by the narrow gate, wide is the gate, broad is the road that leads to destruction. There are many who go in by it, but how narrow is the gate and constricted is the way that leads to life, and there are few who find it. So, that same, you know, he said, um, now at the same time, 
there are tens of millions of spirit-filled believers around the world. Praise the Lord. You know, there are 2.3 billion Christians and Catholics and, and, you know, probably hundreds of millions of, well, tens of millions of people who, yes, they are spirit-filled. They understand His presence and glory. That it's... But if you... Are moving into those the four phases of knowing God. There's four phases. Jesus revealed that in John chapters three, four, and seven. You're in an elite group, and a great man of God even told me once when I when I told him, um, it's actually Reinhard Bonnke. I told him, you know, I spoke to him on the phone one time. He's a patriarch of the faith. He had no idea who I was. <laughs> But I was able to reach him on the phone, amazingly. And, you know, when he asked me, <clears throat> we, I asked him about fellowship with the Holy Spirit. He said, well, I, I don't want to go into much about that conversation, but he asked me, have you received the baptism of the Holy Spirit? I said, yes. He said, well, God has invested capital in you. Mighty capital. And I think what he's speaking about is if, if you are, again, if you are hungry for God, if you're on fire for God, if you've moved into those phases, the, second, the first phase, born again. Second phase, born of water and the Spirit. Third phase, baptism of the Holy Spirit. Fourth phase is the anointing. If you're moving into those, God has chosen you. He, he's invested capital in you. You are, you know, and you are on the right track. And another man of God said the greatest sign of spirituality is hunger. You know, someone who's hungry and, you know, wants... Uh, the Holy Spirit gives us that and gives us everything. Everything that we, can, we receive, He gives. He is God. He's, he is Jesus. Amen. It's simple. It is simple. Amen. Now, angels, it's such a wonderful subject. There are tens of billions of angels, and every individual angel is glorious beyond description and beautiful. And, and they're all different. You know, there's five classifications. I believe that, that, that in every classification, there are likely billions of angels, except the archangels. There may only be two of those. There was three, because Lucifer was an archangel. But the other, um, even a great man of God, I just heard his teaching about angels, one of his teachings, and he pointed out, you know, there's a famous portion in Revelation where John saw four living creatures. Well, he saw four, but this great man of God, who's also not Reinhard Bonnke, but someone else, he's a, a patriarch of the faith says he believes that there are many, many, perhaps uh, innumerable living creatures also. So let's not limit you know, anything. God is so awesome, so powerful, so bountiful and gracious and giving and just everything. I mean, it's just... Imagine... And that's why I've been speaking about how heaven 
this is an example of how we should not limit uh, we should uh, what's a good way to say it let's expand our view and perspective about everything related to our great and awesome God amen starting with the Trinity that you know God the Father God the Son God the Holy Spirit are all one and Jesus Christ is God the Holy Spirit is God there's no comp the, uh, no competition with the Trinity when we're... I mean, it's just so wonderful. And let's expand our view of heaven and get it in line with the Word of God and also with what's been revealed in modern times and, and, and by people who have been to heaven. Heaven is a planet and it is so big, we don't know how big it is. There are anywhere from 30 to 40 or more billion, let me repeat that, 30 to 40 billion or more saints in heaven who all have homes. At least they, well, I don't know if all, but because if someone's a couple, maybe they live in the same home. But, well, no, they all have homes, okay? There are billions upon tens of billions of angels in the five classifications. And angels are anywhere from 8 to 10 feet tall or 30 to 30 to 50 to hundreds of feet tall. And beautiful beyond description. Made from God's glory. The now let me get back to angels in just a minute. But heaven is also this glorious, it's God's home. This glorious planet filled with the wonderful presence of Jesus Christ. And beautiful also, just that, you know, that in the recommended reading the last two chapters of, of the book of Revelation, you know, the, the New Jerusalem is like, is pure gold, like clear glass. The gates of heaven are pearl and, and the foundations of the walls, precious stones. And the, the just... Heaven is, is like there's no need for any light because Jesus, the God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit give it light. The light of God. The, the, the streets are gold. They are transparent. There's the, the river of life flows from the throne of God. People who have seen the river of life confirm that it that yes it's clear as crystal but yet they could see that it's a river flowing and it's very wide um, the crystal sea before the throne of God that it's just it goes on and on I mean it's just so glorious all of heaven made from God's glory and filled uh 
again, fill with the presence of Jesus. Saints and angels are serving God with joy and gladness. Saints are in ministry. There's no downtime that that they are... People who have been to heaven say that saints are continually helping other saints and even the, the patriarchs of the faith and the elders that are on the throne around God are leaving the throne leaving their thrones to go and help people it's just that's God's nature let's remember and angels are doing that same thing they serve God and they they are ministering spirits ministering for the saints and and one of the great revelations about God is is that he helps he serves i mean even though he's god almighty the great and awesome god of the universe the creator of the universe he's fully revealed himself through jesus christ and jesus christ we know now beyond a shadow of a doubt jesus christ serves and gives he served so much he left heaven came to the earth as a man did ministry serving other people, you know, healing and delivering people and and forgiving and loving, and then died for the world. <laughs> like, there's almost no, I mean, there is absolutely, you know, it's like the indisputable proof that God serves. You know, I mean, literally, the Holy Spirit's name, Jesus said, one of His names is Helper. Comforter, strengthener, standby, you know. Amen. Okay. Angels are doing that same thing. The more we learn about angels, the more we see God's nature. And that's one thing I read in a in a book recently. Angels literally have the nature of Jesus Christ. Here are just seven things that this is from a, a teaching by a great man of God. <clears throat> Um, seven things about angels. Number one, they are intelligent. Second Samuel fourteen twenty. Extremely intelligent, in fact, I, and and wise. I believe that they're fluent in all the earthly languages, and there's like more than seven thousand one hundred languages that we know of. Um, number two, they are patient. Numbers twenty two. Number three, they are quiet and attentive. Um, he used the word meek. That's not my favorite word, but they are quiet and attentive. And they are watchers. That's another verse in the Bible. They are watching what's going on with human beings. And that's how they learn about God's love. Because angels are spirit beings. They don't have a soul. They, they don't. They greatly desire to look into the things of salvation. That's a scripture, famous scripture. Number four, they're joyful. Um, they serve God with joy and gladness. Number five, they are immortal. They, uh, um, of course, that's Luke twenty thirty six. All the angels, including the fallen angels, will exist forever. In fact, that's why there's a hell. 
Jesus said, the, the, the everlasting fire prepared for the devil and his angels. There had to be a place for those billions, remember, billions upon likely, billions upon billions of fallen angels. There had to be a place for them, for eternity. Number five, uh, six, they are mighty. Second Thessalonians 1, 7. They are powerful. They are... Um, you think uh, in in modern times, a man who had an experience with angels, the angels told him that they... Remember the famous story of the walls of Jericho falling. These were massive walls that were big enough to have a home on them, apparently, that surrounded that city. These weren't just brick walls, you know. These were massive walls, probably took years to build them. And they're, you know, for a fortress around that city, the angels told him that they actually pushed those walls down into the ground. Believe it or not. Um, number seven, they are obedient. It's truly amazing that, you know, Jesus spoke about angels at least 14 times and, and, the things he revealed are just uh, so wonderful. I mean, he said angels always don't offend one of these children. This is a paraphrase because their angels always see the face of my father. Like, I mean, this reveals God's love. It reveals um, so much uh, about our great and awesome God. And they rejoice when one sinner repents. It could be that when one sinner repents, all the angels, it could be that they all rejoice. Jesus spoke about when He returns. One time He said, when I return with all the holy angels. I mean, can you imagine tens of billions of angels? Let's not limit our thinking. Let's just take Jesus at His words. Let's now something I want to add in another teaching this man of God spoke about speaking in tongues when we do that he said that causes the angels to go into action when we confess the word of God um, in like in it says famous psalm says bless you as angels who are uh, hearken unto the Word of God. It's when we say the Word of God, when we say it, they go into action. When we say, you know, empowering words and the Word of God and and uh, when we... that causes them to go into action. Um, when we confess Jesus before people. Jesus confesses us before angels. Now here's something I want to add. I don't think I've ever shared this. But again, I'm referring often to this great man of God. I heard him say this, so I want to give him credit. We know the famous Scriptures when it says that Jesus was made a little lower than the angels. Someone may wonder, how can that be? Well, when Jesus became a man, He became a man, and, and so 
he even lowered himself to be lower than the angels. Now, there's a divine mystery in that. Um, he's God Almighty, yet he became a man. And before he died, I, I just want to say this. I just want to, you know, confirm it for yourself. Look, you know, look, test it out. Um, go to the Bible, but I at least just want to say this. This is something new I've never shared. And let me first say, it's, it's a glorious mystery of the kingdom of heaven. It's so wonderful. It's, it's beyond our human comprehension, but the Holy Spirit can and does reveal these mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. Um, before Jesus died and rose again, humans uh, could not actually be saved. But after He died and rose from the dead, now humans can be saved and become divine uh, ch children of God and, and receive divinity and become partakers of the divine nature. And now, if someone does that, they're higher than the angels. Um... And we are joint heirs with Jesus Christ. We are um, so I at least just wanted to say that this is that's you know it, it, the 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 truth and revelation that Jesus Christ, even though He's God, came to earth as a man and lived just like us, you know, and He was fully man, yet fully God. It's, it's a glorious eternal revelation. And then Him, you know, His sacrifice, dying for the world, rising again, the resurrection of Jesus Christ is the greatest miracle in human history. Amen. Thank you for listening today. Please visit our main website, wonderreality.org. A lot to look forward to in this series, The Presence of Jesus. Please do email us at hello at wonderreality.org. And thank you for following this podcast and blessings.